So hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Views of the World. I'm here, Tobias, with my co-host. Samon. Samon is with us. Hello, Samon. How are you today? Doing very well. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. Yes, I'm also happy to be here. We had a one-week drop, I guess, but we'll kickstart now again. And I think someone experienced uh, something, uh, a wedding in Namibia, I heard. I don't know any details yet. I just know that this is what he's going to share with us today. And I would say let's jump right into it. So, someone, please share with us what did you experience in Namibia? Great. Um, so, I got inspired by Tobias's story uh, about a wedding in India, which was our previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought I could talk about a wedding myself, so it could be a wedding series, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so that's the little inspiration. Um, the cool. context. So I was uh, you know, working at Deutsche Telekom Consulting. Uh, a friend of mine, um, who is Namibian, mm-hmm. um, had moved to Germany to work also at the same company. And um, he was getting married at some point, so we uh, we 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 got in, um, invited. We flew down there, right? So that's the the background to the story. Now, just maybe quick quick question: Who you mean you flew down? You with him or with other colleagues? Or how how big was the group of people uh, going down? Yes, good point. So me and another f- uh, friend, common friend, that we, we you know we're a group of three working basically in the same department. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, my other friend and I flew down to the wedding of the Namibian friend of ours. In, right, uh, okay. And how long did you know your yeah. Namibian friend? How long had you been working together? Or We've been working together, I'll say maybe like three years at that point okay. in Germany. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we were all um, non-Germans, mm-hmm. you know, working at Deutsche Telekom. So there was a bit of a camaraderie of, you know, what, uh, what about your experience? Can you share? And, uh, you know, giving some tips to each other kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. and him being Namibian, he, he's also African. So mm-hmm. we were both, he and I were both African. Mm-hmm. There was another camaraderie there as well. So we were good I friends. See. Yes. I see. Yeah, cool. So what were your, what are your expectations when you got the invitation or how did right. you feel about that? So, right. So, I guess, first of all, um, West Africans probably, I want to say, do not know very much about Southern Africa. Mm-hmm. We just assume, okay, this is Africa, so probably similar to us. Mm-hmm. But of course, um, Southern Africa is very, very different from us. So mm-hmm. I was going into the wedding, you know, thinking um, it's going to be, you know, like a sort of Western style wedding. So mm-hmm. my friends is, uh, is Afrikaner. Um, mm-hmm. and so I didn't know what the traditions were, but I was assuming, yeah, it was going to be a, a sort of Western style wedding. And what does that mean? A Western style wedding? Do, can you maybe just in a few so, words explain that to us? Yes. Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good. Very good point again. So a Western style wedding as uh, let's say contrasted to, um, say West African wedding. Uh, mm-hmm. The differences are first in clothing. So, you know, mm-hmm. the typical West African wedding is a traditional wedding, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you wear the ethnicity, clothes of your ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the white wedding is, uh, you know, you wear a tuxedo and the, 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 the bride 
wears a white gown kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's for for clothing. Mm -hmm. But then also the number of people invited tends to be much larger in, you know, in a, let's say, West African wedding Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. compared to a European wedding. Mm -hmm. The duration of the ceremony, Mm -hmm. uh, it tends to be way longer. I know that uh, some ceremonies go for actually maybe half a day, sometimes more, sometimes okay. multi-day, mm-hmm. uh, etc. So let's say it's closer to your Indian wedding mm-hmm. in West Africa than to, let's say, um, the Western wedding. I see. Okay. Right. Now, the other thing to add maybe is that um, in West Africa, people tend to have both. So they'll say, uh, please welcome to my traditional wedding. And the next day we're mm-hmm. having, it's called the white wedding. And I think white is in never, reference never heard to the, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. White in this that. case is a reference yeah. to the the gown of the bride. The bride's bride's gown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Interesting. Never heard that. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. Okay. And so, yeah, you your expectations were a bit along those lines, or a bit along those lines, right? Okay. So, um, then I think I had been to Namibia at that point only once, mm-hmm. and maybe additional context there. It's such a, it's a large country, right? I think Mm -hmm. probably close to a million square kilometers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a little bit smaller than South Africa, maybe. Mm -hmm. And the population, I don't know that it's more than five or 10 million. So big desert. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. Namib Desert. desert. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, it also has some history with uh, Germany, obviously. Was one of the few colonies of Germany. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you see German names everywhere. Um. For the on the streets, architecture. Some parts are quite German-looking. So anyway, uh, mm-hmm. I digress a bit. The main story here is um, the wedding was different from my understanding or expectation in 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 a couple of ways. So I want to talk first mm-hmm. about where it happened, um, the sort of setup of the wedding. Um, you know, the reception afterwards was mm-hmm. also a bit different from what I had expected. And finally, a topic about the, let's say, concept of minority, majority, um, yeah. you know, in a way, Africaners are a minority in mm-hmm. um, Southern Africa, but I was a minority at the wedding of I see. Uh, Africaners on the farm. So I, just one question, I take it that you got invited and there was yeah. not major briefing or explanation of what to expect. You just said, you know, wedding is taking place, this and there. You're invited. And then you just said, yeah, I'll be there. And then more or less, that was it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And I had okay. been to Namibia once before visiting the same friend. I see. So, so on, a, on, a, on a tourist kind of trip, not, no business related, just, you know, no visiting. Business related. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're driving through the, you know, some national parks, taking pictures mm-hmm. of, uh, the big, mm-hmm. uh, big game, etc. So anyway, mm-hmm. so first the wedding was on a farm. Mm-hmm. And I think in Namibia, when you say farm, it's not like, uh, you go to a castle in uh, France and you know, uh, you like it's cute uh, to do a wedding on a castle. And it's kind of like a, some sort of, um, tradition, I guess maybe in Namibia is also a tradition, but it was like, uh, on a proper farm. So the chapel was on the farm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not very used to sort of rural areas, you know, the notion that, okay, I guess all the farmers in the region, 
they have they go to a chapel which is in a certain the farm own and, chapel on the on the farm itself okay uh -huh. I, I think so yeah so mm -hmm. that was like mm, this is interesting there's a you know it's not standalone it was inside someone's farm yeah? mm -hmm. and so so getting into the chapel i mean you know the there was the grass that you you use to feed the cows or or mm -hmm. horses you know the ground so I was in a, in a suit and a, in a jacket and you know, nice shoes because for me, I'm going to a wedding. And I, I think there was a bit of a, maybe some boots would have been more indicated. Yeah? Other people yeah. wore nice shoes as well, but I, I expected that I would be working on cement or, you know. More formal maybe also, yeah? A little bit. More formal, yeah. Ways. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is something that you see a lot in Southern Africa. I also see quite a bit of it in sometimes Eastern Africa. Like people are closer to the wilderness. So mm -hmm. this notion of fancy shoes, oh, look at dust. I don't want dust on my shoes kind of thing. Nah, you just mm -hmm. wear boots and maybe there's a puddle. So who cares? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, I, that was my first, uh, oh, okay. I guess we have a wedding on the farm here. Then <laughs> in the church, of course, the entire mass was in Afrikaans. I see. And <laughs> at some point we were supposed to clap or, you know, say certain things. And so I was just looking at everybody around me and whatever they did, I tried to do. And stuff. So it, I was very aware, very much aware of the fact that I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, and, uh, you know, let me just be here because my friend is, is my friend. So mm -hmm. then we finished the, the wedding at the church mm -hmm. and we were supposed to go to the reception. And now, it's almost like we're going to another country, yeah? So we yeah, get into many cars and drove all, like, a long way. Mm -hmm. Because Namibia is also big and, you know, I guess, uh, you know, it, it happens to plan, uh, you know, maybe, I, I don't, I expect that maybe this was 15 kilometers or more huh, between okay. the, the two. Wow. So we just drove, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And drove from one farm to another farm. So it's not like you go through a city and, you know, you see a couple of people. No, you see a farm, maybe some animals or a small house. And so anyway, we got to the reception. And this is where the second cultural surprise happened for me. Um, there was a welcome drink. I can't remember anymore if it was, a, if there was even alcohol. Maybe it was lemonade or something. Mm -hmm. which was offered right by the, the the couple to all the guests mm -hmm. and how, so, how many guests were there would you guess uh, i rough. think yeah i, I think maybe i want to say 50 mm -hmm. or you know yeah. definitely not like hun several hundreds like in, in nigeria yeah. or india yeah. for instance or maybe thousands mm -hmm. in india mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we got to the reception area everything by the way is open air more or less right like I mean, you have great weather on the farm, etc. Even the farm's windows were like, you know, wide open. And I don't know that the windows even closed. Maybe they did. I can't remember. But it was just mm -hmm. this open air feeling kind of. So anyway, back to the reception area. Um, we arrived. And of course, the majority of people are speaking in Afrikaans. Um, you know, people know each other, laughing. So I was mm -hmm. mostly with the other uh, colleague. We flew together from Germany. Because yes, I was about to ask. Yeah, because you two with this friend were invited, and then the, the rest of the crowd was more locals, I take it? More or... locals, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. I can't remember if there was, uh, I'm sure there were some, at least, 
let's say English or English speaking people there, but it was uh, Afrikaans, the, the language of the day. Rightfully so, right? I mean, first it's a wedding. Yeah, true, but uh, still, you're, you're also a guest. Yeah, you don't speak Afrikaans, I understand. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. there were even some funny instances where someone would come and make a joke. Uh, and I would look at the person and be like, I guess, ha -ha. Like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so anyway... So the second surprise was after the first or second round of drinks, I was really thirsty right? because, I mean, it was a bit hot and we have been driving all this time. I went for the third one and they're like, oh, sorry, it's closed. It's over. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, okay. Like is someone bringing like refill or they said, no, now you have to go to the bar there and you can buy some drinks. I said, bye. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. So it was the first time I was at the wedding where I had to buy drinks. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to, I'll do the reflection later, but mm -hmm. it, it just sounded very surprising to me, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'd never, a wedding to me is like, you come and like, you know, uh, you can eat till you drop, drink yes. till you drop. It's provided by the guest or uh, mm -hmm. by the host. So anyway, so that happened. And the third uh, moment I wanted to describe is just a reflection in general about race relations, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean... I am black, but I am not Southern African. So I don't really understand all of the, you know, let's say historical situations between the people there. Mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, I can imagine uh, an Afrikaans person, I mean, looking at me, they, they probably won't be able to, the way that they can think about a black person is probably the way they, they interact with, you know, the local blacks, right? So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So th there was just, um, I think, a self-awareness, at least on my side. Maybe the guys weren't noticing anything. But for me, I was like, oh, okay, how, what's the relationship of these guys with, uh, you know, blacks? Is it, you know, is it normal? Is it friendly? Is it whatever? Mm -hmm. But I couldn't tell because we weren't having a conversation with anybody other than ourselves, right? No. Uh, so... That was, and the, the parents of my, my, my friend or the parents of the wife, you know, every now and then they'll come and be nice. Oh, how are you doing? Do you have any drinks? And, you know, so mm -hmm. it just felt uh, a bit that I came to that wedding and left. I don't really, I didn't really understand the people a bit more than before. So it was to me a bit of a, let's say from a cultural perspective, a slight disappointment. Because mm -hmm. language was a, a bit of an issue. And then there was also maybe the history of, uh, you know, blacks and whites in Southern Africa. I didn't mm -hmm. even get a chance to, you know, interact with someone there. So mm -hmm. those, that's the, the story that happened. And my quick reflection about uh, what I'm comparing this to. So first, the farm situation, you mm -hmm. know, in France or in, uh, in um, let's say, even Benin, right? Mm -hmm. uh, people will wear the nicest clothes to go to the, to the wedding. And, you know, it was all very sophisticated, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And often there wouldn't be any, like, let's say bush involved. Huh? Mm -hmm. Somehow you'll be in a city hall or something. So the casualness of uh, people in Namibia, I found it both refreshing and like uh, surprising. Yeah. The second one was about the, the drink thing mm -hmm. in Benin. If someone has to buy, anything at your wedding 
I mean, yes. he will go down in history. They'll, they'll talk about it for five generations that this guy <laughs> made me pay at the wedding. Yeah. Um, and finally, about the race relations thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've heard a lot about, uh, you know, Africans and uh, South African blacks and, you know, apartheid and all these things. Uh, but I, I've never really experienced a lot of these things directly. So mm-hmm. I don't really... I didn't feel like I knew people any better. So there was just a bit of um, just wondering, uh, who are, what are these people like, well, yeah. you know, going on? Okay. So anyway, that's the story. Wow. That's an interesting story. There's a lot, I guess, we can uh, we can reflect upon. So maybe let's start with what you said at the very beginning, which I also liked very much. Uh, also a little bit. I mean, you said Western Africa and Southern Africa, which, you know, from a European perspective, is already important. You know, sometimes people think, okay, Africa is Africa, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's, it's good that you point that out because it's the same as in India, maybe to some extent, because we think it's one country, but it's so huge and, and Africa is a whole continent. So that's already, I think, a kind of a, a good point to raise. Uh, there's differences, obviously, culturally and, and, and you know, in many other aspects. And um, so that was, I guess, uh, your, your anticipation. Um, what I found interesting in reflection is a little bit, how do you see it now in, in, in hindsight? Do you think that was a typical Namibian wedding that would take place as such in many cases in Namibia? Or do you think it's more closely related to the people that got wed, got met, married there? Like really a family, a way the family exercised that. Like to what extent is it really Namibian? And to what extent do you think it's more like how the people that you... Uh, with it there, your friend particularly, how they did it. Do you do you have an idea in reflection? I think I have an idea. Um, and I think it's the same idea as you mentioned. The same way you said Western Africa, Southern Africa. I think even in Namibia, a German mm-hmm. wedding would be completely different. <laughs> and a black wedding would be completely different. And maybe okay. an Africans wedding from people who are not farmers would also be different. Because yeah, my friend is a farmer, right? So right. maybe... Mm-hmm. The family of the wife is also a farmer and, uh, you know, so yeah, yeah I, I think it. it's just uh, maybe typical to the, Af- first of all, they're Africans with some culture traditional there and they're yeah. like in the farm business. So like, you know, it's normal to be to celebrate on a farm. Where else? Yeah, no, I get it. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's one thing I, I came up. I jump a little bit but about this buying of the drinks. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think you know, not just for a wedding. I think in general, if you got invited, yeah, not for a wedding, or it would just be a barbecue or something. You would not expect that, yeah, to um, to have that. Um, uh, yeah, at some point, you're supposed to buy your drinks uh, yourself. And on that, also, I would be really interested. Um, what do you think was the reason behind that? Was it, uh, so, uh, yeah. So I asked uh, some friends later, right? Some mm-hmm. Americans, uh, some of my American friends say, yeah, 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 I've been to weddings where that's the case before. So it seems like it's not just like my fa- my friend's family or something. But the understanding that I had, I never asked my friend, but the understanding that I had was more like maybe, you know, they had to pay for their own wedding. And of course we're mm-hmm. all like uh, working then. And uh, maybe it was then something to say, okay, I do my best. What I, the way I welcome you is I give you a drink or a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. But now if you want to drink champagne until the morning, uh, maybe I'm not ready for that. Right. But the way yeah. that would have been handled in West Africa, I think would have been. Um, so maybe buying some cheap, drinks and buying a lot of it so that 
you never <laughs> run out, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I think there's many ways that that can be the reason for that. You know, it doesn't have to be financial or anything. It can be really cultural, as you mentioned. Like, yeah. you know, you're welcome. You know, let's have a drink together. And, you know, that's part of the celebrations. And, and you know, not, not um, overdo this and not go crazy or whatever, get drunk or something, but just, you know, celebrate the moment. It can be various things, but it's really something I've never heard before. But I think it's interesting that this uh, took place. What I also found interesting, um, you mentioned you were there with a friend uh, coming right. also with you. Uh, not a German friend, but somebody who was working with you in in Germany. And yes. I, I would imagine that the two of you experienced this to some extent similarly. I mean, uh, I um, I don't think exactly the same, but how was it with him? Like, how did you exchange on that? Because I think <laughs> if you were at the wedding looking at each other, I guess there's something going on. So how did how did the two of you experience that? Or did you talk about it, exchange on it? Like, how did that go? Yes, of course, we were gossiping about it. So my friend is, is Russian. Uh-huh. Um, and he also lived in Uzbekistan before. So he has both, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, developing country, aka Uzbekistan, and Russian, I would say, yeah, more developed uh, experience. And so his, I think, main fixation was that the wedding was, uh, the whole thing was in a rural setup, like the farms, right? Like we're in the middle of nowhere here <laughs> kind of yeah. uh, kind of thing. I think he also remarked about the, um, the drinks, but mm-hmm. mostly we were chatting just because we didn't have anybody else to talk to, right? Like yeah, we couldn't speak in, uh, in Africans and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was more of a, wow. Can you imagine we're at the wedding? We have no idea what's going on. We just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even speaking, I mean, obviously you're not from there and you don't speak Afrikaans. I think it's also, it would be a little bit expected that people at least, you know, ask you whether you, but again, you know, people but probably most people know. had no idea who yeah, you exactly. were. They right? didn't know who you were, but that's again, yeah. I guess then the question of how you got introduced and how this whole works, especially if it's such yeah. a small, small uh, wedding, right? If there's Setting. like 500 people, you can't introduce everybody to everybody. But I guess if you're I like don't the think, ones that are obviously not. I don't think we're introduced. Yeah. Huh? I don't yeah, think we're introduced. I, I, I hear know. that. I hear that. So that's maybe. And, also, oh, and mm-hmm. Also, I was going to say one thing there, I can imagine, I don't know if this is true, but not everybody who's Afrikaans systematically uh, speaks uh, English. Mm-hmm. So and I can imagine maybe ever, even more so in a rural area, you will find people who, yeah, I mean, English maybe that happens when you go work in the government or in a business in a big city. So mm-hmm. maybe even if the people wanted to speak to us, there was no language, huh? Yeah, yeah, I get it. And what I would also be interested in is, uh, you mentioned, you know, obviously you didn't speak the language. Uh, you were supposed to react to jokes which you didn't understand due to the language. And uh, you must have felt a little bit alienated, I guess. And for me, what you mentioned was I was surprised. But I would also like to know, do you did you have a, a negative feeling? Do you have a positive, were you amused? Like what, what emotions ran through you throughout right. the day? Because, you know, you had mentioned a number of um, locations you were at. And how did this work for you through the day? Okay. So first, my friend is like the sweetest person, the the, the mm-hmm. groom, right? So mm-hmm. just because of him, the benefit of the doubt, even if someone mm-hmm. punched me in the face there, I will assume that, oh, this person is a, is an anomaly, right? Because That's how they do it here, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So, and I just, I was amused because especially at the church, you mm-hmm. know, there were some, um, some, uh, I think some ladies in some, maybe next to us or, 
And whenever the pastor said something funny, the ladies would, uh, you know, make a comment and joke. And maybe they were trying to share the moment with us. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, we just look at each other and laugh like <laughs> I was just smiling politely, but I had no idea what was happening. So it didn't, it wasn't, I didn't think they really, anybody were thinking actively that, okay, these guys, they're being alienated or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. amused. The other thing that I would say, though, is that because I was aware of race relations here, um, part of me was just wondering, right? Yeah. Um, just wondering how how does let's say an Afrikaner feel about when they meet a black person, right? Mm-hmm. You're in a village in a rural area, and mm-hmm. let's say you used to have all employees uh, black, right? Now yeah. you meet a black guy who's the uh, I don't know the friend of your boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. N- now does he feel a bit weird to them? Mm-hmm. Do do then get confused okay how should i treat this guy and this kind of thing right the other thing is do they assume that that black person would look at them the way that a south african black person looks at them and do they assume that the relationship will be the same maybe if there is some tension or some in codes or cultural issues there would they assume me me to be to also know those things of course i have no idea right about those things mm. Mm, so I was amused and curious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. And about this last point you mentioned, um, were there any reasons for you that it was a big topic, like uh, the racial differences, or was it just you hypothesizing, like thinking about maybe that's also taking place here, or was there any indications of that? Yeah, for me, it was just a hypothetical and curiosity. I've heard so many stories in South Africa, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, routinely, for instance, the, if I'm speaking to Afrikaner colleagues or clients, you know, I, I routinely would hear some undertones of like, ah, this uh, South African government is incompetent. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it was better when uh, the whites were running the country kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? And then mm-hmm. from the blacks, you know, hear things like, well, I mean, how can the apartheid be better than uh, everybody at least has rights? And so there are some very different readings of what happened in the history yeah and i think at least in some cases there were also some tensions right mm-hmm. so Understand. for me i was like okay how does if someone is used to those tensions and then they come and see me as a black person who's not from south africa are they thinking okay this guy he doesn't have all the other baggage so let's have a conversation just neutral or mm-hmm. is there an instinct that's deeper that says oh, this guy is black. Maybe I don't even know if they're South African or not. So I'm going to look at them and interact with them with all the cultural and historical baggage that we both have. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I think um, I've not been to Namibia, Namibia myself, but I've been to South Africa and I, I, I felt this separation of the ethnicities very strongly, more so than in any other place I've traveled to. And that was a bit of a surprise to me, not having experienced been exposed to this before and yeah so i i, I guess I, i understand where you're coming from and that it might have been actually a topic um there's two more questions i'd like to ask um sure. first of all did you ever share that experience with your friend later on the one that got married or to what extent did you share with your friend and the second question would be just a takeaway 
what to learn from this story, from this experience? What do you think is, is, is the takeaway here? Right. So I can't remember if I shared with him, but I'm pretty much sure that if I shared anything, it was probably more, oh, uh, you know, my friends uh, telling him, uh, so you are, you have your wedding in uh, on a farm, huh? When you say the farm, I thought it was uh, blah, 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 and just joke about it, something like that. I, I don't think I would have brought up the, you have to pay for food, etc. No, because not. yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to, if it's a culture or something that was normal there, why should I make him feel embarrassed about, yeah. you know, himself? Uh, so I, I never sort of brought, brought that up. The lessons that I took from this is, um, are first that different people are different that um, some people can be very practical about certain things, right? Mm -hmm. The wedding was like, okay, I mean, we have it on a farm. Then afterwards you drive for, you know, that 15 kilometers for them, I guess it was probably like you go to the house next door because even if you wanted to go visit your, your colleague or your friend, you have to drive 15 kilometers. Like yeah. my friend's parents' farm is maybe 10 10 kilometers over some however many other kilometers. So the neighbor is far from you. So for them, maybe those distance was also normal, right? And mm -hmm. the the third thing that I want to lesson that I drew from it is if I have an event that you have to really go out of your way, at least I would go out of my way to make sure that I I really understand what experience different people are having. And mm -hmm. to make sure that those different people feel like comfortable. Yeah. Right. So I don't blame at all my friend for it. I mean, we mm -hmm. were two, four, I think in total, there were more than four foreigners out of the whole pack. And, yeah. you know, he's also the groom. So he's, it's not like he has a free mind to think about everything. But mm -hmm. I think it kind of makes sense. What I know that some people have done is that they will put all of their friends who are foreigner around the table and then they will put their most outgoing local friends around that table as well. So that there is some sort of, you know, connection going on. Uh, yeah. So things like that. I understand. I think what I basically, thanks a lot for sharing. What I took away from myself is basically, first thing that you mentioned, if you are in a positive environment, if it's a positive occasion and a wedding is such thing, right? You, first of all, guard down, you accept it yes. and you just assume good intent and so forth and so forth. Unless yes. something's really isn't or really hurting you then it you know go with the flow i think that's one thing uh, assume good intent for sure and i would also like to add you know in the end of the day it was apparently still a very interesting experience because you know imagine it would have been one wedding as like 50 others you've been to then you might not even yeah. talk, talk about it right so it's it's kind exactly. of an experience still. <laughs> so i think there's also some good in that it's it's original and it's it's unique i guess and uh, yeah thank you very much for sharing no, thank you. I, just one quick anecdote uh, in the end. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's uh, the sort of farmer, you know, let's say um, ruggedness or, but, you know, I think the one thing that I remember is people in, in general, men, tend to like talk or like act rough. Huh? It's like, yeah, bring this thing. Yeah, do thing. something that if if you go in Germany and you know you're talking to some somebody, a colleague, or something, yeah, bring me that water there. He might come across as whoa, what's going on? And I think maybe for them it was normal, but there was a lot of like uh, assertiveness going on. 
Yeah, I see. That's really interesting yeah. because I think we didn't really go much into that because it was more about this Namibian uh, background. But I think you, there's one point that you really uh, struck there, you know, kind of positive roughness, let's say. May maybe it's supposed to be strength. You know, I think in certain rural areas, it's, I assume, more like that. And then, you know, it depends yeah. really on, on many levels. And that might actually be part of this uh, experience. And it's really, yeah, it's a unique one. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was okay. my... Wedding in Namibia experience. I mean, no, there wasn't any, nobody proposed to me or there was nothing like your yeah. India, <laughs> India wedding, but <laughs> it was a it. different yeah. wedding. Oh, uh, Africans to you asking you, but you didn't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Then they, they might say you have to move to Namibia and now we give you a small exactly. fight. And you were just laughing and people thought, geez, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, thanks a lot, Samon, for sharing the story. And I look forward to uh, the next episode of, uh, views of the world and yeah have a good evening then great thank you good evening to you and to all the listeners thanks a lot bye bye bye